Welcome to a New Testament journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. Revelations 3 To the angel of the church of Sardis write These are the words of him who holds the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your deeds. You have a reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake up, strengthen what remains and is about to die, for I have found your deeds unfinished in the sight of my God. Remember, therefore, what you have received and heard. Hold it fast and repent. But if you do not wake up, I will come like a thief, and you will not know at what time I will come to you. Yet you have a few people in Sardis who have not soiled their clothes. They will walk with me, dressed in white, for they are worthy. The one who is victorious will, like them, be dressed in white. I will never bolt out the name of that person from the book of life, but will acknowledge that name before my father and his angels. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These are the words of him who is holy and true, who holds the key of David. What he opens, no one can shut, and what he shuts, no one can open. I know your deeds. See, I have placed before you an open door, that no one can shut. I know that you have little strength, yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. I will make those who are of the synagogue of Satan, who claim to be Jews, though they are not, but are liars, I will make them come and fall down at your feet and acknowledge that I have loved you. Since you have kept my command, to endure patiently, I will also keep you from the hour of trial that is going to come on the whole world to test the inhabitants of the earth. I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have, so that no one will take your crown. The one who is victorious, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God. Never again will they leave it. I will write on them the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which is coming down out of heaven from my God. And I will write on them my new name. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the angel of the church of Laodicea write, these are the words of the Amen, the faithful and true witness the ruler of God's creation. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. You say I am rich, I have acquired wealth, and do not need a thing. But you do not realise that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire so you can become rich 
and white clothes to wear so you can cover your shameful nakedness and salve to put on your eyes so you can see. Those whom I love I rebuke and discipline. So be earnest and repent. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat down with my father on his throne. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The thing that's getting me about these letters to the churches is the lavishness of what's to come. If we overcome, which doesn't sound too hard when we factor in the awesome power of the Spirit, we will be able to eat from the tree of life. We will not be hurt at all by the second death. We'll have authority over all the nations. We'll have our name acknowledged before the Father. We'll be made pillars in the temple of our God. Isn't that just ridiculously remarkable? We will even sit with Jesus on his throne. Isn't that preposterous? There isn't an award ceremony on earth that could get close to giving us anything as incredible as even one of those things. There cannot be a person with such a mediocre record as mine who is even in the running for such a dazzling array of riches. And that is the point of revelation. For a persecuted church, for a struggling church, for a marginalised and disempowered church, a mediocre record of success can be so discouraging. It can pour cold water on your perseverance when synagogues of Satan look so powerful and so permanent. And when they push you around and pressure you into compromising your stance, it can be so easy to seed ground to let discouragement make you lukewarm. Sometimes, if I'm honest, I go that way. I suspect you do too. But then we read Revelation. Then we hear the word of our God. He will win all the earth and he wants to win every part of us now. Stand firm, strengthen what remains, put salve on your eyes, see beyond the facade of fleeting forces, buy gold from him. Let his rebuke and his love rework every thought. Don't look at your mediocrity, just look at his love. See how great he really is. He will win. He's winning right now in a million hidden ways. And so lean into trust and lean into encounter. Open the door to the knocking king and eat of the food that he wants to share with you. It's a foretaste of the banquet that we will feast on for endless days. Here's a question for reflection. What would it look like for you to feast with God right now? We pray God's word bears fruit in your life. For all the information about the New Testament journey, head to www.anewtestamentjourney.net.